watched a movie last night Yeah, I've never seen this one before Yes, I swear it's brand new And I'm sharing it with you I watched a movie last night And now I'm sharing it with you November 8th, 2019, with a rousing 58 on Metacritic? Jeremy, we're going to answer five questions about Jojo Rabbit. What's up with that 58? Uh, Bro, honestly, and I've brought it up before, garbage. That is a garbage, garbage Metacritic score. I, you know, it it seems like it's an opportune moment about that whole Metacritic low score thing. Maybe we'll have to talk about that. Oh, yeah, we're going to. (laughs) Now, here's what's interesting. Jojo Rabbit has a Metacritic of, one more time? A 58. Do you know the movie uh, Life is Beautiful? I do. Do you know what its Metacritic is? I I would assume very high until you just brought it up, and now I'm going to assume it's very low. It's 59. That's absurd. So I have a theory, and I think it goes very simply like this. I would guess that if you aren't Jewish and you're a movie critic and you watch this movie, you immediately go to that, hey, we can't make funny movies about the Holocaust. Which I full as a Jewish person, I fully understand. It's uh it's an uncomfortable topic for all of us, in fact. Yeah, for sure. Right. But I think where and where those critics I think go wrong is the realization that movies like this and Life is Beautiful are actually in every way paying respect to the to to the events of the Holocaust. Not they're not thumbing their nose at it or making fun of it. They're telling stories in this universe about it. I mean, one of the most horrific things that's ever happened on the planet, and humanizing the people within it. And I think a movie actually, I think this movie does a phenomenal job, especially when you have like both Sam Rockwell's performance, mm-hmm. right, as this absurd was he a major or a captain or whatever his rank is uh you know because he he plays a role that we don't see much in movies which is the pro-german loyal german uh a citizen who's not much of a nazi right. <laughs> right right you know and there were a lot of those and i'm not defending anybody again i'm jewish my grandmother was a German Jew who left in the 30s, and I heard many of her stories of those of those times. But one of the key things that I think isn't well taught is actually there were plenty of Germans who were very anti what the Nazis were doing. Uh, unfortunately, not quite enough of them to stop them, said Nazis. But you know, life goes on, and let's talk about this fun movie. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's well said, and I think you're you're right again. As as a not Jewish person, I I can't imagine what it feels like to have this stuff brought up in general. And I'm sure it's it's weird for everybody because nobody likes it. Like it's a horrible, horrible blemish in history. Um, but I I also think it's kind of a bummer that people put a cap on art around it because there has been some really remarkable art that came out of it or has been made. I think in tribute to it in this movie. I think does that in a very, very interesting way, for lack of a better term. And I'm, I'm interested to see what questions that made you ask yourself, my friend, that I can't wait to answer poorly. <laughs> well, in the spirit of the ridiculous of this ridiculousness of the movie, 
uh, I decided to try to have some semi-ridiculous questions for you this week, JT. That tracks. All right. So we're going to start by talking about uh, our director, Taika Waititi. Love him so much. I'll be honest. I I saw Thor Ragnarok, which I loved. Uh, I loved his performance. He's the rock guy. I can't remember the character's name. Korg. Uh, Korg. <laughs> He's probably possibly the funniest character in that whole movie. And I was like, oh, this rookie director pretty, seems pretty good. And then I went reading about him and it's like, oh, no, he's not a rookie director. He's done quite a bunch of stuff. Uh, he's from New Zealand, uh, which is where he found Thomason McKenzie, who we'll talk about also in a second. Yep. But let's go all the way back to Mr. Waititi. He's got a bit of a silly name. I don't mean that in like a a mocking way. It's just like a fun name to say. Oh, super fun. Also very scary to say because you're pretty sure every time you say it, you're doing it wrong. Right. And I keep thinking of like Tycho music. Right. You know? (laughs) Sure. Uh, I probably should have woven something about Tonka trucks, but you know, I don't want to go that far. (laughs) So JT, what's interesting though, is in this era of Hollywood, a Taika Waititi can make that his name and and rock on and win awards and produce Marvel movies. I'm going to give you 10 celebrities who were not able to keep their original names based on the pressures of older Hollywood. Mm, okay. We're going to see how you do at guessing their real names. Okay. I'm or, in. sorry, I'm going to give you the real name. You're going to guess what celebrity are we talking about. Okay. I'm, I'm in to try whatever. All right. In each case, uh, you have absolutely heard of these celebrities. There's nobody obscure, um, some of whom have come up on the show before, some haven't. So we'll start off with Mr. Jerome Silberman. Jerome Silberman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in real time, I'm just going to add, like, mostly a 70s to 80s era actor. Oh, boy. That's great for me. You've seen him. You, you like him very much. Jerry Orbach. Gene Wilder. Oh, cool. Uh, Archibald Alexander Leach. This is a 30s, 40s, 50s era, super famous Hollywood staple. Hollywood staple. I was going to say Archie Bunker just because of Archibald, but it's not that. What's the full name again? Archibald Alexander Leach. Um, I'm trying to think of famous Alex's. I can't. I got nothing. That would be Mr. Cary Grant. Oh, not even, like, just fully made up. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, the rest, uh, is there even one that's, yeah, no, you just don't even bother with that. Like, one of them has a similar name of sorts. Okay. This is not that one. Francis Gum, with two M's. Francis Gum. 30s, 40s, 50s. I mean, I'm so glad you picked an era of, of actors that I'm so clearly going to be good at picking. Uh, household name household so, so name. What? yeah in the 30s and 40s and 50s no no today household name singer uh one of her most her most iconic role is a movie that was in i believe last week's list 30s 40s 50s i forget what last week's list was even about movies we wish we saw in theaters it was one of i think it was in my pong list oh uh, I'm trying to remember. Is it the woman from Wizard of Oz? I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah. Judy Garland. Judy Garland. I can't, I couldn't get past uh, Julie Andrews, and I knew it wasn't Julie Andrews mm. because she's 60s, obviously, and later, and I think maybe a little earlier. 
Uh, yeah, Judy Garland. Okay, cool. That's a fun switcheroo. All right. Krishna Banji, B-H-A-N-J-I. Uh, male actor, obviously still acting today, 80s, 90s. Sort of like the Mix FM, 80s, 90s, and today. 80s, 90s, and today. Krishna Banji. So obviously trying to play off of the fact that this is, like there's there's a hint, obviously, in the name, one would think. Uh, how famous is this person? Aggressively famous? Um, in In like celebrities have celebrities. Yeah, but not like... He's not like an A-lister, but he's he, he should be. He's won Academy Awards. The hint I'll give you on this guy is I didn't know this was his original name, but having read it, having known that, there's a role he played that I believe he won an Oscar for that I had always thought was a bit of the uh, Soul Man style issue. Turns out is not. Oh, interesting. I don't know, but that's, this, I'm excited to know this one, though. That's Ben Kingsley, who played Gandhi. Get out of here right wow i love ben kingsley and 100 percent did not know i just i mean he's just like the most british dude ever how about uh natalia nikolaevna zakarenko all right Somebody who's from Eastern European descent. <laughs> uh, can I get like a decade-ish for this? Sure. Uh, she was f- famous as a child actor, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, died, is sort of known for a tragic death. Marilyn Monroe? And this is one where the name has a certain similarity. Oh, so not Marilyn Monroe. No, that's Norma Jean. Norma Jean, that's stupid. I did know that. Thank you. That was going to be on the list, and I was like, ah, that's just too easy. Elton John. I only know that because of the song. I, I never would have known. <laughs> I've never seen any of her movies, by the way. Like, I don't, like, she doesn't exist to me. Although I've seen movies about her. <laughs> Dude, put Some Like It Hot at the top of your list, because okay. it's just a phenomenal movie, and she is amazing in it. Okay. Uh, I can't think of, I'm trying to think of, like, a who's a really well-known, again, you're just like, it's... It's fair, and I like that you're doing it, but I'm so bad at this era of people. I'm, like, so bad at it. I have no idea. Uh, This is Natalie Wood. Oh, Natalie Wood. Yeah, she died very famously. Uh, Yeah, listen, everybody. This is is not meant to show that we know these rant. Like, I'd be terrible at this, too. This is just us having some funsies, so. Oh, yeah, I'm miserable at all. We're not scoring. No, well, we are, (laughs) and I'm losing, but I like it, and it's okay. All right. This is this is the craziest, I think. Oh no, it's not. But this is out there as the name goes. Ready? Isur Danielovich Demski. Okay. Uh, famous from I'd say the fifties all the way probably to the eighties. His son is a prominent actor. He died recently. Um, is this played one of the Douglases? Is 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 is. Uh, Michael Douglas's dad. Uh, what was it? I almost just said Frederick Douglas. Hi guys, I'm gonna go back to sleep. It was nice to be seeing everybody. Why can't I think it's Kurt Douglas? Kurt Douglas. Yay! There you go. Okay. Uh, this was one of those like famous things, but I think this actor again. Sorry, 60s, 70s, 50s, even a little. Marion Michael Morrison. 
And I'm just going to say for a man named Marion Morrison, uh, I think if that was his name, he would not be regarded quite as what the type of roles he's so famous for. Sean Connery? John Wayne. Whoa. Today I learned. Good for Marion. Now this one, this is one that I think there's a bit of a hint in the name. So let's see if you can play with it. Ramon Estevez. Oh, um, this has got to be one of the Sheens. No, because it was Emilio Estevez. What was his dad? Uh, Martin Sheen? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, listen, West Wing. (laughs) No, West Wing too, but I I didn't actually make this connection. I thought the Estevez was from, I I actually didn't really look this up. I just thought Martin Sheen had maybe had, had two wives and two, like, so Charlie with one and Emilio had changed his name to the mom's maiden name or something like that. Yeah, it makes sense. Just the, Estevez is just I. I just was guessing that it had to be one of it had to be in that family of people. And now for my favorite of the whole list. Sure. What actor was born Albert Einstein? Al Brooks. Yes, that's cool. That's fantastic. I didn't know that, and that's very very funny. Um, I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, nice. can, can I just on the fly? Can I ask you one of my favorite names? Sure. Sure. Uh, this is a very famous person in today's music world. Okay. Most deaf? Nope. Well, you, we've done. <laughs> we've we've covered him before. No. Uh, her name is Belcali Almanzar. Belcali. Belcali. Or Belcalis, I think it might be pronounced. Belcalis Almanzar. I'm only going to guess this because this is like the most listened to artist in my household these days. Is it Dua Lipa? No, it's not. Uh, it's So it's it's Cardi B. And it's one of my favorite things. A is that that's her name. B is that there is a lovely internet uh, rabbit hole you can go down of all the things that happen if you say her name three times. Like magic carpets appear. <laughs> There's just like a whole, there was a whole internet thing that she, of course, because she's hysterical, very much got behind and thought was fun. So yeah, there you go. Belcalis Almazar, Cardi B. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I want to talk about uh, the actress Thomason McKenzie a little bit. Oh, please do. As much as, look, everybody in this movie nailed their parts. Uh, Rebel Wilson, Rebel Wilson was who I, I haven't actually liked her in too many other roles. I loved her here. She's just hysterical. I don't know. She ad-libbed half her lines, just the way she's made her, her again, audience. We're just dealing with this movie. So deal with it. Uh, her making up stuff about Jews. I, I don't know if it was like, improv scripted i actually i should have done some research to find out where all that came from because it's so fun like and i it must have been difficult to, to act in this kind of a role but she was clearly able to own that and, and and do it so well but i think this this actress thomason like she i hope becomes one of our next a like she seems destined for a-list status guy just yes man like I watched this movie the first time and was like, who is this young woman? Like, I can't, I can't figure it out. And then started going and watching a bunch of interviews that she's in. And basically every interview that she's in with Sam Rockwell is basically just Sam Rockwell fawning over how good she is. Like the whole cast was just like, oh yeah, Thomason's incredible. She's incredible. (laughs) 
She has four movies coming out this year. That's what I want to hear. That's it's that the only yeah. thing I want to hear. And she's young too. I think she's like 21 or something. Like she was born in 2000s-ish. That's right. She's born in 2000, Wellington, New Zealand. Um, so I picked five movies for us to discuss to see would we think she could have crushed it in that role or not. Okay. But I, they're not easy picks. That's sort of the point of what I've done here. I hope so because the easy answer is just, yep, probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> And as you'll see, not so much. Okay. I'm so ready. let's start with uh, the movie is The Parent Trap, and the role is the the Parker sisters. Yeah, of course. Sure. Better or... Well, Lindsay Lohan turned in a pretty good performance there. Uh, yeah, I think it... I mean, listen, it, that movie was a lot more camp and hoke than I've really seen her in, right? Because the only thing that I've seen um, Mackenzie act in has been Jojo Rabbit and The King. So I haven't seen her do lighthearted, funny stuff. Um, but she was very clever and sort of biting in this movie, which I think like in a fun way, obviously the, the whole script is like that. So right. uh, for that reason, I think she could probably hack it. Would she do better than Lohan? I think it would be different because Lohan is better at the like ditzy silly. And I think this would be more like sarcastic and sharp, but I think it would work for this. It would work the same, just in a different way. Oh, but you're the casting director now. Which one do you pick? Oh, Mackenzie every time. Okay. Next one. These will get, I don't know if it's increasingly difficult, but but in each case, I'm trying to pick people who I thought were fairly iconic at their performance. So now leading into leaning into what you just said, I, I agree. I thought I thought Mackenzie's very has that kind of witty presence. Uh Wednesday, 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 why can't I say Wednesday? Wednesday Adams from the Adams family. Uh, okay, this is. And tough. I don't think you like. Uh, I don't, if I recall, you don't like the actress, but I think you like the performance. Yeah. So Christina Ricci is one of the hardest watches and in interviews of all time um, for me. It's and it's not and it's not because I think she's like bad or anything. I just don't think she's super comfortable in those settings. And I get very like I can't watch American Idol. I get uncomfortable when people do badly. It doesn't. I don't get any joy out of that. Uh, I I don't think. I I don't know and I don't think anybody else can be Wednesday Adams. I think Christina Ricci so perfectly encompassed that performance. She had all of the right sort of dry, deadpan traits and sort of that general malaise and uninterestedness is perfect. I I'm not recasting her ever. Fair enough. I think she could by the way, I do think in a world where there was no Christina Ricci, I think Mackenzie could pull off a role like this. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think it's recastable. Agreed. Eventually, when they reboot it, though, because we know that's got to happen again and again well, and you, again. Yeah, they just did one, I think, recently, and it was terrible from what I understood, but I didn't even see it. All right. Next up, could she be Katniss? Ooh. Oh, that's a really good question. So the answer is absolutely she could. Is she better than J-Law? I don't know. This is going to be maybe, uh, I hope this doesn't come across as offensive. It's not how I intend it to. She's very frail. She's a very small sort of like, she's she's a small yeah. person. She's tall, but she's like, she's just not very big. And J-Law looks like she could throw down and fight somebody. And I think that's sort of a, a necessary thing for Katniss. So 
acting chops wise, I think it would have been it would have been really interesting. And actually, visually, because Katniss wound up looking like J Law in my head because that's just how things <laughs> happen. Um, yeah, I think that actually would work entirely. But I don't know that I would recast just because there is a certain kick you in the middle of the chest that J Law definitely kind of has physically that I don't think Thomason does. I, I think that's a fair point. I think from the read. You might have been able to cast her, but from how they made the movie, probably not. Yeah. And it's not it's not to say that I don't think that she could do things like the physicality of the role because it, it wasn't actually that physical. It's literally just like the the buyability of being like, oh, you're going to like be in the woods for a bunch of days. Like she's already very, very small and thin. Like she would need more right. sustenance. <laughs> she could have been like the one. I don't remember. The, I don't know Hunger Games that well. The one who helps Katniss. She's like living in the trees. Um, yeah. Totally. That one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, two to go. They're both difficult questions. So we'll, we'll I'll just put them in the order I had them written. Could she be Hermione? Oh, interesting. So again, obviously, we go back in time and start like eight years ago and see what young, younger Thomason was like. Uh, that's interesting. Um, so these movies are not as important to me as they are to a lot of people in my life. I like them, but like, you know, on, on the scale of, you know, like Star Wars, MCU, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter's pretty much towards the bottom. Um, I, I'm the same, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a Lord of the Rings snob. I, I will self-admittedly, I respect everything about the Harry Potter franchise and I get that people love it and they should and enjoy, uh, but, but. Maybe if it just never compared to the Lord of the Rings, I'd be a little happier with that. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> anytime that you do a series of movies, they get like, you know, even like the Hunger Games got compared to that stuff. And it's like, no, these are not the same things. Like they're not even right. remotely the same things. Um, I do really like the movies. I think Emma Watson happens to be an incredible actress. I think she's done other stuff that's even more interesting than Hermione for sure. Um, she's also just a very interesting cat. Like she seems like an interesting person. She has a little bit of um, Natalie Portman vibes where she's like super smart and probably doesn't need to act ever again. And could still actually be pretty impactful in the world, which is I I find that attractive in humans. Like that's a that's an attractive trait. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think Thomason probably could have done it. I, I I think it's probably fifty one forty nine. I would stick with Hermione being Hermione just because she is so firmly implanted in my brain as being Emma Watson. Um, but flippant, smart, sharp. Yeah, those are all the things that I saw in Jojo Rabbit. So actually, this one I think would be really close. All right, last one, and I think the hardest one to talk through. Sure. Could she be Matilda in Leon the Professional? Funny. I just brought up Natalie Portman. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll give you a second to think and lead, lead on this one if you'd like, because I, I thought about this for a while. Oh, man. I don't know that... I don't know if anyone the thing is is that there was a maturity to natalie portman in that role which we've jokingly talked about in the past was almost kind of gross because people were like she's an adult and it's like she's not an adult she's a child child uh i don't know that i saw so let's make this about thomason for a second how amazing her performance was um, the the level of hurt and darkness and fear that she showed in this in a in a movie that was oddly lighthearted, <laughs> for lack of a better term, like it wasn't, sure. but it was right. It was like it really is sort of the definition of like some dark comedy. I thought the depth that she showed was incredible. 
um, and bravery as well. But the maturity and sort of like, I don't know. I don't think you can recast anybody. And I've never seen anybody act the way that Portman was in that movie. It was, it was just a completely different thing of everybody that I can think of that was a child actress. There's nobody that you've mentioned today that would have been close enough, closer than I think Thomason probably is in my head. Um, but there was something so dark about Natalie Portman in that movie that I think is really like honestly dark. Like you really bought that this young woman was going to grow up and probably be an assassin. Like that's a very specific vibe. <laughs> yeah. I really like what you said there, JT. I don't have actually a ton to add because I came to a very similar kind of conclusion. It, it For me, it struck as a, I think she could have pulled off the role, but I think, and I think we would have enjoyed the movie, but I don't think it quite, and I could, we could be wrong. We just haven't seen her throw, like we should probably go through some of her other movies and get it, get her better. It would be interesting to re-ask this question a year from now yeah. with these four more movies under her belt and see what, what kind what what we're dealing with. The only uh, person the, I've ever seen that I thought was close. And I remember watching it in real time and going, Oh man, I bet. I wonder if you could have done uh, the professional uh, was Saoirse Ronan when she was in mm. Hannah. Because first of all, Saoirse Ronan's an incredible, and she's one of my favorite actresses, period, hard stop. Um, and I'm so excited she's so young because we're going to get years and years of her. And I hope she doesn't like just blow off Hollywood. Uh, but her performance in Hannah was like terrifying. <laughs> she was great in that. I think you like her because you know how to pronounce her name and I don't. Lots of, lots of Irish friends. It, it happens. <laughs> By the way, the sixth one I was going to go to, and I realized that since I, I, I didn't want to accidentally set you up, I didn't know how familiar you were with it. But the other one I was going to bring up was Jodie Foster and Taxi Driver. Because yeah, not well enough to, to remember. Yeah. Not well enough to remember. I thought for some reason I was waiting to hear Cher uh, from Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting too. All right, but we are eating through time here and I've got uh, another brain buster throw you full of agony questions. So uh, this is a series of five word clues I will give you. You have to guess the word that I'm trying to get you to say. Okay. And there's some form of a tie-in. The ones, It might start slow, but, but we'll get there. Okay. Also, if you don't get it, you can pass, but I won't reveal until we've got the whole theme of the puzzle going. I'm already lost, so this will go great, I'm sure. Okay. Dancers who entertain nightclub goers. Dancers who entertain... I mean, is this a PG answer? Yeah. It's a one-word answer. In each case, it's a one-word answer. Cabaret? No. When you do something wrong... These are different words for each clue. So this is a different word. When you do something wrong. Mistake? Mm, no. A famous gorilla who signed. Coco? Correct. Ha, an up and down toy. Yo-yo? Correct. Okay. How some people refer to cops. Popo? A performance automobile accessories company. Toyo? Mm. Well, Toyo tires. Hold on. I want to know. That, I... That's correct, but it fails to adhere to the rules of the game. 
It is a correct answer to those five word questions, just like mistake was correct to the other. Okay, I got it. Cream-filled chocolate pinwheel cake. Ho-ho. Something that's pretty darn meh. So-so. Emotional movie about dead people. Coco. <laughs> Make toilets and sing Africa. Oh, no. <laughs> A bird that is no longer. Dodo. At the bottom of postcards. XOXO. Correct. Would you like to go back to the top of the list? I do. Dancers who entertain nightclub goers. Go-go. And when you do something wrong. Uh-oh. No-no. No-no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which brings us to our fourth, nearly the last question. I can't remember the word for that. Uh, is this movie better? <laughs> Is this movie better? Uh, and I have four picks so far with David Lopan, Fully Max Cage, Solo Nicole, Discount Johnny Depp, or Fave Zane. Uh, oh, I apologize. I apologize. Please, please. Oh, no, no, that, that's correct. I got the right list. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Um. So Solo Nicole could only play ScarJo's character in this, and I don't think that works because she needed to have too much chemistry with Jojo Rabbit, so that's out. What do you think about Days of Thunder, Nicole, though? You think uh, she could have pulled it off? Listen, it, I could see it. It's just that there was something very sternly maternal about Scarlett Johansson in this that I don't think flies with with Kidman at any point. Fair um, enough. Faith, I had the same pick, by the way. Yeah, so Fave Zane, I think, would have been a potentially hilarious Captain Klensendorf, which was Rockwell. Um, I have him somewhere else that I think he'd do even better. Uh, who else could he have been in this? Steve Merchant's character? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think he would have been great as, uh, I don't remember the character's name, but the uh, the Gestapo guy. Dirts. Dirts, Dirts, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Uh, all right, and then Max Cage is is then Captain Cleansendorf for sure. Absolutely, he'd be great. Yeah, uh, and then where are you putting Lopan? I'm trying to think of who is like a perfectly needed in the background actor that would have been fun. I, I I actually couldn't find a spot for him. Just I put him in as a that guy. He's just one of the. Some soldier somewhere. Yeah, um, but I still was... I got Skeet. Oh, Skeet. Oh, so Skeet could have been Alfie Allen's character. Yeah, <laughs> I actually wrote Skeet as Theon Greyjoy, but as, yeah, as Theon, yeah, <laughs> as Reek. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think where I would put Lopan. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. Listen, I'm actually so if you had to go with Max Cage or Billy Zane in their two characters, which one do you pick though? I think I'd do Billy Zane in Stephen Merchant's role only because, look, if there was some bracket challenge of like non-A-list actors I absolutely love to watch and I had to pick between Stephen Merchant and Sam Rockwell, I would not sleep that night. Like there's, because they're, they're different, but they have the same, they're both odd. Like they both, they both nail odd roles. Yes. So I, I think, I think I have to leave Sam Rockwell 
in place. Yeah, I, Rockwell, I thought was so good in this that he'd be another one where, like, if you had to recast everybody in this movie, I think outside of Elsa, like being outside of Thomas and Mackenzie, who I can't think of anybody that could have played that, um, I think the next hardest role to recast would probably be Rockwell because I he think was, that's fair. He was so good, like he was so so good. All right, do you uh, you have a fi- fifth and final question for the day? My final question is, as always. Let's, so the theme, I tried to go with a historically somewhat based in truth theme. So on a scale from history of the world to Alexander, what mm. do you rate Jojo Rabbit? <laughs> JT, I gave this question thought before you even asked it. I'm sure. I didn't know what the scale would be. And I wanted to both sort of pay respect to, a, to the filmmaking thing in general. Uh, but also have a little fun with it. And given the movie, I'm having a little fun with it. So uh, I enjoy this as the life aquatic with Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh, I think this is my favorite scale you've ever done. Just because I can promise you when anybody woke up this morning before they listened to this podcast, that's a sentence that nobody saw coming. Not a single person was like, you know what I'll hear today for sure. <laughs> That's that's the one. But, you know, given that, like, if Wes Anderson made this movie, we'd all just be like, oh, yeah, that was a Wes Anderson movie. Yep. I'm playing. Why not? I absolutely love that. Well, uh, this was fun. Uh, listen, hit us up on the Twitters, on the Instagrams. Let us know if there's a movie that you want us to ask or answer five questions about. Uh, we love hearing new things. Uh, we're going to keep kind of going back and forth between like old stuff, new stuff. I just think it's more fun to sort of uh, play around. But other than that, uh, as always, thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time. Maybe uh, with new Doug. Bye guys. Hey, new Doug. Bye guys. Piss off, folks. Now the time has come for leaving. Fear, now we shall return. We were so glad we could make it, but so sad we gotta run. Well, it might be a long time till we raise another glass. Can rest assured that next time we'll have ourselves a laugh.